This is Neon Cauldron with Elise Osborne. This is Neon Cauldron. I am Elise Osborne, and this is Fun Heals Everything with Debbie Attis. And um, so this is actually, this is a recording I'm doing much later, because at the time of the original recording, um, there was a Mercury retrograde going on. And it, I know that sounds like such a, a fucking cop-out, but it's like... <laughs> Um, it's true. It's true. We had a, an, you know, a session or whatever. We had a, a back and forth. And every time she said something, there was like a delay and then listening to it later. And there's this huge gaps in between everything. And the the first half of the interview was lost to the God Mercury, um, Lord of communication and technology. Like he just zipped it right up to Olympus peaks, you know, whatever it's gone, but here we are. And we're just going to jump right in to, um, the, the saved point of the interview where me and Debbie are talking about synchronicities in tarot. Um, when you do a public reading, sometimes a similar story comes up for several people. So that's where we're at in the interview. Let's just drop right in and see what these two gals are gabbing about. Okay. What, what do you, has there been a time where a specific card was kind of following you that um, is leads to a sort of an interesting anecdote? <laughs> totally. So um, there was one time I was, I was reading cards at a, like a hotel in Brooklyn, a fancy hotel. And it was like rapid fire, like five minute readings. I was like pulling one card. There were so many people who wanted readings and I wanted to give it, get everyone in there. And it was like one card. Here's your message. Go, you know, but I still yeah. had each person shuffle the cards because that's how I do it. And, and then choose a pile and I shuffled them. So there's a lot of shuffling that was happening. Um, and, you know, I'm, I don't remember exactly the numbers, but it was something like if there were excuse me, 30 people that I read that evening and 24 of them were, you know, uh, had a similar question, you know, they were um, single women, you know, wanting to know uh, how to bring in the relationship that they wanted. And if, you know, 24 people asked the same question, I want to say that something like 18 of them pulled card and it was just like bananas you know like are you kidding me again this card and you know I read with the Osho the Osho cards and there's in my deck the card of laziness and it's all about it's a water about emotional emotional laziness you know so it was like the message for every single person having this this issue was just, you know, about kind of not putting themselves out there emotionally, right? Which is yeah. totally just like a, you know, a result of our society and the way that we're dating and, you know, dating apps and all these things, everyone, you know, especially New York City, where I live, it's like you have to sort of protect yourself and be tough and you can't necessarily be vulnerable to every single person you meet. But it was, you know, sort of the message that was keeping everybody from 
you know, it's like if you don't open it, you can't you can't go there. So it was just so like bananas. I remember saying to someone after that night was over, like, I'm going to invite a probability math person to just sit with me and tell me what the odds are that this would even happen. Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah, and also really... such a good point about um, how people will look for something, but not really understand the nature of it or like how they need to adapt to get the thing they want. Yeah. Also, not to sound like a Republican or anything, but I just <laughs> really like funny the, the sort of status quo of our age is like, yeah, you can have sex with somebody and not know their name. Totally normal. But, like, saying that you, like, are interested in, like, emotional intimacy is a little bit psycho, you know? That's so totally. Now. It's so much harder. Like, if you say I love you to someone, it's like, whoa, like, that's crazy. You're coming on too strong. But meanwhile, <laughs> someone will text you a picture of you know what, and that's no big deal. <laughs> it's really bizarre. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't even want to say what kind of things people ask for, but, you know, it's like, really? This is, hi, how are you? Yeah, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just the norm, normative. And, and I'm saying that without necessarily judgment value, but there's definitely pros and cons to, like, whatever you do. But um, it is just really I funny agree. that there's the, the twist, you know. Um, that we're so liberated socially and so like oppressed when it comes to um, emotional connectivity with a sex partner because you can get real deep with your friends and I feel that a lot of people created those bonds through friendships and kind of those are like the surrogate you know emotional intimate partnerships uh, and yeah it's like separated we have like this person sits in this box and this person sits in that box and yeah and and so much about healing is um is just redefining where the boundaries are and if they're still working and also if things are fractured unconsciously or without you know without your power or consent if you're just doing things because you feel afraid to do otherwise yeah totally so in in reading for those women and addressing that did you find that there was like resistance to people hearing so when you were reading for these women and you were telling them that they needed to open up emotionally to find the relationships they were looking for what kind of responses were you getting I think it was all over the place I think some people heard it some people already knew it um yeah but I think everyone's open I think when when people are in that context they're they're really open you know they want they're ready you know to do whatever it's gonna take and so and I think every single one was like yeah totally you know like it made sense to them that 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 would be what was keeping it from happening you know totally well um I think that it's also interesting how open people can be with a total stranger yeah um, but, um, in, in doing a, re- a reading, but I wonder sometimes how many people will like do the thing, you know, it's hard to know unless somebody comes back to you and tells you how that helped them. I've even had people come back and they're like, didn't believe you at all, thought you were full of shit. And then this thing happened and I followed your advice. 
um have you have you had some of that kind of like people coming back to you and um kind of um broadening Yeah, the story uh and then it informs your future absolutely. I think my readings my favorite story in that of to answer that I can answer that question with was um I read for a couple once and they were asking about whether or not this would be a good time to have a baby, to try to have a baby. And I was like, you know, I'm usually very wary of giving uh like specific directions that are going to alter their life I'm like I don't know if you want a baby you know have a baby like um, I, I'm just careful I think to like make any give uh, have anyone give me that power over their lives um, but I started reading Yeah. the cards and everything but these cards are like clearly telling you to have a baby like uh, every single card here is like saying that this is a really fertile time so I'm just gonna roll with that and and I don't know how much later right like I get an email from this woman you know months later And she was like, I don't know if you remember me. You